What is up, Patriots? And welcome to the Patriotic Order. Hey guys, uh, actually had a different episode planned for the day, but uh, after current events going on in the world and in this country, I thought uh, it'd be better off to talk about something more important at the moment, and um, that's uh, emergency action plans, you know, do you have them, and what should you be preparing for, because um, things are crazy out there right now, I'm not trying to scare anybody, but are you prepared? And you're probably asking, well, prepared for what exactly? Well, anything and everything, really. I mean, we can have all kinds of stuff happen. And there's so many different variables of disasters or whatnot that can happen, but you need to have a general plan together of what you're going to do and how you're going to do it if and when that time comes. You know, what if the economy collapses? Right now, we're not doing so hot in that area. Between this over-exaggerated pandemic, the government handouts. I mean, literally, guys, there's jobs out there right now to be had. And nobody is taking them. It's crazy. Everybody, everybody's already getting reliant on the government to hand them money, hush money. It's ridiculous. So what are you going to do when the economy collapses? Or what are you going to do when a natural disaster happens? You know, locally, regional, you know, you have tornadoes and earthquakes and hurricanes what about like nationally and global events? Droughts, volcanic eruptions. You ever heard of the uh, year, it was called the year without a summer? I believe uh, it was 1816. Um, that produced a lot of famine, a lot of food shortages. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was caused by a volcanic eruption that pretty much blocked out the sun. For a whole year. Um, plagues. You know, I'm not talking about this pandemic. I'm talking about a real plague. Like, you contract it, you die. Plague. Um, there, there's just there's so many things. Uh, what else? Um, conflict. Are you ready for conflict? Civil unrest? Uprising, civil war, revolution, which I have found out, by the way, civil war and revolution are actually the same type of war, just depend which side wins. Invasion, physical invasion of our country, but there's more to it than just that. An invasion also is like cyber attacks, like what just happened on the, uh, the oil, the pipeline. A cyber attack, that's an invasion, man. You know, all these scenarios, all these possible problems you can have in life, 
they all come with their own, you know, unique challenges and preparedness you should have for them. And uh, nobody is going to ever be able to cover every single little topic. Nobody's ever going to be 100% prepared. But what you can do is take what is common knowledge, what you know are the fundamentals of survival. You know, take care of those first. You know, food, water, shelter, uh, clothing, all that type of stuff. The basic essentials, you know, what they call that, the four walls. I think it's what they, they call that. Make sure your basics are covered for everybody in your family. You know, you should at least have a, a month's supply of everything on hand at all times. You know, whether it's uh, food storage, you know, water. Um, there's all kinds of water kits out there you can buy, you know, 55-gallon drum barrels. Um, you, you can buy food kits from Walmart right now, you know, that last 30 years shelf life, you keep them in a cool, dry place. I mean, there, you have options out there. And if you're not taking advantage and, and, and stockpiling right now while you can, it, it's on you. You, you, you are going to be in a world of hurt when something happens. A lot of people don't realize it, but you know, any one person on this on this planet is 72 hours away from death. Yeah, there, there's certain circumstances where you can live longer than that, but if you really get caught in a pinch and you have no food, no water, yeah, you can go several weeks out food, but essentially you got 72 hours if you're dehydrated with no water. You're, you're done. Just out. And a lot of people don't consider that. A lot of people don't think that way, but you have to think that way. If you want to survive, you have to think that way. So, so yeah, the basics. Food, water, shelter, clothing. What else do you need for a, a pandemic? Not a pandemic, but a, a economic collapse or a natural disaster. You know, you got to have contingency plans. I mean... Like, okay, economic collapse, you're probably going to stay at home, right? You're going to hunker in place, shelter in place with your provisions and try to ride the storm out, right? But what about natural disaster? What about something that uproots you out of your home where you're forced to leave? Where are you going? How are you getting there? Is there going to be gasoline? That seems to be a, a common thing going on right now. Even though we've, uh, they fixed the pipeline now and got, you know, got the pipeline flowing again. They said there's still going to be repercussions of, you know, you know, gas shortages because it happened. But, you know, guys, they're, they're even talking about a gas shortage this summer, not even related to that. They're, they're already saying there's going to be a gas shortage probably this summer. And although I'm not telling you to go stock up on 55-gallon drum barrels of gasoline in your garage because that would be, you know, illegal and pretty d dumb on your part. 
but you should at least have a couple five-gallon gas cans somewhere stored safely. At least to get you down the road. Because that's the thing. If, if something happens and you can't get, get down the road to a shelter or safety, and you're screwed, man. A lot of people um, don't experience hardship anymore like that. Like they, ex- most people nowadays experience financial hardship. Oh, I can't pay my car. Oh, I can't pay my house. Oh, you know. Most people nowadays don't know what it truly is to face like a hardship of stuck out in the elements. hoofing it on foot in the rain, being totally miserable. I think that, you know, quite honestly, I think everybody needs to experience that at some point in time. Makes people strong. It's good to be uncomfortable sometimes because it prepares you for when things really go, you know, sideways. So, if a conflict were to break out, whether it be in the streets, the government, us against the government, the government against us, however you want to play a scenario out, enemies of a foreign nation, do you have everything you need for a conflict and what stance are you going to take on that? Are you going to be the gun-ho G.I. Joe who runs out and wants to sling lead down range? Or do you want to be the, you know, survivalist? You know, do you want to, you want to go on the, you know, defensive position? Because um, going on the defense is, you know, honestly, you're going to have a higher chance of survival. Go out there on the offense wanting to be gun-ho about things. That's how people get killed. Not saying there isn't a time and place for it, but it's always the uh, last resort. I guess what I'm getting at, guys, guns. Do you have guns? Do you have weapons? Do you have ammo? Yeah, I know it's expensive right now, but do you have it? It may be expensive right now, but it will be invaluable when you need it. You won't be able to put a price on it when you need it. Is is a, a you know a box of ammo that costs twenty bucks more than usual right now worth more than your life? No, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go ahead and gladly throw out the extra 20 bucks because guess what? I'm going to make sure I have what I need in case something ever happens. Do, do you have all the right gear? Do you have Kevlar? Do you have um, a bulletproof vest? I'm not saying you need one, but it's not a bad idea. You know, it's uh, 
it's good to be prepared and don't let people try to say you're paranoid. No, you're not being prepared is not paranoid. Being prepared is smart. Being prepared is thinking outside the box. Being prepared is thinking beyond tomorrow and the next day and the next week. I want to know, you know, I want a peace of mind. If something happens 20 years from now, hey, guess what? All that stuff I bought 20 years ago still works, still good. Might be a little dated by then, but it's still just as lethal and it can protect me. But you really got to kind of take all these factors in consideration and decide, you know, you know, you really, really kind of break it down in some categories here. You know, obviously any of these situations is going to require food, water, shelter, clothing. Whether you're, you're, you're staying in a house or a tent, it, it, you know, you're going to need something. So you can pretty much assume all, all these categories, there's going to be some similarities in the stuff you obviously need. There, there's some requirements that are there. But then each situation can be tailored for that specific problem. So economic collapse, obviously, like I said, you'd probably be sheltering in place. Uh, Food is probably going to become scarce because you're going to have all the crazy hoarders out there buying God knows what and hoarding it. So have it all there already. Go buy you all the essentials you need and put them up. Don't touch them. Put them in a separate room. Put them in a closet. Don't look at them. They're not there for daily use. They're not there. Oh, I ran out of toilet paper. Let me go grab some out of the closet. No, go buy you a couple things of toilet paper, you know, stash them away. Those aren't for, those are emergency use only. Like a uh, water. I got a 55 gallon drum of water in my garage. I change it out every year. Had never had to use it, thank God. But it's there if I need it. And it's just enough water that would last my family currently for almost a month. I'm actually thinking about adding a second one. You know, redundancy is good. What else do you need? You know, you got you got to think about um, you know, sometimes you got to think about it, man. You know, changing the season, the seasons. You know, when the economy collapses, is your power going off? Are you going to be able to have natural gas? Is it going to be winter time? Is it going to be summertime? You got to be ready. You got to be able to also potentially defend because economic collapse can lead to civil unrest. It can lead to criminals and criminal activity and people robbing each other and all that crazy stuff. So if you hunker in place at your house or your home, is it fortified enough? Can you defend from it? Does it have positions you can defend from? That's, that's a whole nother topic there. 
And there's a, there's a lot of good literature on, you know, you know, how to prepare your house for defensive measures. But if you have no clue about any of this, it's, it's time to start learning, guys. It's really time to, you know, put some knowledge in your brain. Right now. Right now, what does something happen? Say we are hit with the largest cyber attack in U.S. history, and it wipes out our electrical grid for months. All of a sudden, right now, we're done. What are you doing? What is your first go-to plan? What is the first thing you're going to do? What's the second thing you're going to do? Where are you going to go? Can't call nobody, probably. Power grid's down. The tower's going to be down. It's going to be mass panic, mass chaos. Do you want to get out there and get in it, or do you want to back off and, and go watch from the sideline and hunker down? Because if you're already prepared, you don't have to get out there with all the crazies and do all the crazy stuff. And guys, the reason I'm bringing all this up, the reason I wanted to do this podcast today is because obviously this show is about patriotism. It's about being a good patriot. It's about being the best patriot possible. And let's face it, if you're not prepared, you're not going to be very effective as a patriot to this country. Like you're, you're not going to be able to do much. We really have to band together because that's that's another thing. That's another reason I, I started started the patriotic order is. I wanted to create a community of like-minded patriots. You know, not just the people that want to sit here and wave flags and and grill hot dogs one time a year. I'm talking about, you know, you know people with the that don't mind getting dirty. The people who want peace but can produce violence. You know, that's that's the kind of patriots we need. It's kind of that's that's a real patriot. I mean, honestly, you know, people don't like to talk about violence and all that, but uh, guess what? Patriots, Revolutionary War, pretty violent. They did a lot of uh, pretty violent things. <laughs> so don't be fooled. Don't be fooled that a patriot somebody wearing an American flag shirt at the lake, because it's not. But if we can build a community right now of real patriots and band together as a large community, connect with each other, interact with each other, when these kind of things arise, we have a network to go to. We have somebody down the street we can rely on. We have friends in other counties or other cities. People we know in other states. We would be better equipped and better prepared for an emergency, for a disaster, for civil unrest, for a conflict if we band together and create this great community. It's not going to be easy. Nothing is. 
It's going to be difficult. You know, this is very much in its uh, early stages. The patriotic order, very early stages still. I only have so much time in the day to really work on this, you know, project, but all my free time I have, I, I, I keep pushing forward because I want to make something great. I want to do my part for this country, for the good people of this country, because it's what I feel like I have to do. I feel like there is not enough guidance and not enough direction out there. Our patriotism right now is on the decline. I mean, I know a lot of patriots, but in the grand scheme of things, it's on the decline. It's not popular. A lot of people... It's just crazy how even people I know have fallen for this whole social agenda crap. I mean, people I grew up with, people who at one time were on the right path, who now are just almost to the point of being radicalized in their thinking. Guys, it's real out there. It's dangerous and it's real. And if we keep letting the powers at B stay in play, they will vote us into socialism. Our constitution will be nothing more than a useless piece of paper. And I don't know about you, but I'm not going to let it happen. Or at least I'm going to do all I can to make it not happen. And the more there is, the more numbers there are of us, the harder it's going to be for anybody to do that. Anyways, guys, uh, that's all I had for the day. Um, But guys, it's really common sense. You know, just think about something happened right now. What do I need for at least the next 30 days? and go from there. All right, guys, until next time, y'all stay safe out there.